Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. The lines are, we got three on the line right now, 602-508-0960. You're welcome to call us. Michelle, you're first, and we're going to take ladies first. So, Michelle, how can we help you today? Hello. So, my daughter has um, a truck, a 1999 Ford 250 diesel. And when she's driving the truck, it sounds fine. It seems to run fine. But when she takes her foot off the gas, it makes the most horrific you know, noise, it's really loud and, you know, just, so just wondering, is that like a transmission? She's been told all kinds of different things, you know, that it's a transmission okay. problem. It's, you know, maybe something with the ignition, it's, you know. All right. It's a diesel though, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. It, the, the question is, is I want to tell you, and I, I'm telling you, that you can take this to the bank, nobody can tell you what's the matter with this until they hear it we have to know yeah. if it's under the truck in front of the truck is it under the hood is it at the back of the truck is it underneath the dash we would have to drive it now where does your daughter what geographical area that your daughter live in in carefree cave creek area okay i don't have anybody in cave creek or carefree I don't have anybody at all i don't have anybody in fountain hills either and i have really tried to to find somebody there that I could hang my hat on. Does she come into town and work anywhere that I could find a shop close to where she works? You know what? She stays, so she drives all over. Um, okay. Probably I-17 area. Okay. Um, I-17 in Bell is Kurtz Auto, and just a mile uh-huh. north uh, is Action Auto. And I know Tom at Action Auto or Kurt, Jeff, or Eric at Kurtz would know exactly what direction to go in. And I know that they would do that for free. And if they okay. don't do it for free, just to listen and take a test drive with her, then tell her to pay the bill and I'll give her the money back after I call them up and, and call them bad names and stuff like and that. And bust their chops. Because right. I, I can assure you that, that nobody at Action and nobody at Kurtz is going gonna, is gonna to charge her to go drive. She needs to okay. make sure she can make it happen. But after we do that, then we can decide this could be something very silly. This mm-hmm. could be something very bad, but I'm I'm quite sure that any good technician on the two shops I told you about, Deer Valley and I-17, Bell and I-17, um, they they could figure this out. Okay. Very good. Alrighty. All right. Well, okay. we'll have to take it over there. Thank you. You betcha. Thank you. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Air Park Auto Service. They've been open since 1985. They're up in the northeast part of Scottsdale, and they're on Raintree, which is just off Hayden. It's just south of Frank Lloyd Wright or Bell. 
They've been around a long time. Stacy and Nadine opened up Air Park Auto. Stacy passed away, and Nadine still runs the operation. So if you're a lady and you're interested in doing business with a lady owned and operated, a lady who answers to no man kind of repair shop, <laughs> then this is a good place for you to go. They do all kinds of work and they've been on my best car repair shops list in Phoenix for years and years and years. That's Air Park Auto and it's on Raintree just east of Hayden. Charlie, you're up next. How can we help you today, Charlie? Hey, thanks for your program, Mark. Um, I, I've got a 95 F-250 with the uh, 7.3 turbo, uh, oh, and it's all just two-wheel drive. I'm getting lazy okay. in my older years. Is there a product or is it advisable to put some of those uh, seals on, on the front hubs where you just put oil in there and not have to worry about repacking the, the bearings with, uh, with grease? Is that something that's feasible? I don't think we've ever done that, have we? Yeah, I don't. Those are wet. They're called wet baths. I will point out real quick. Okay. Yeah. The last three calls that we've taken involved in Ford F-250s. Yeah. Oh, so you're going to tease <laughs> Charlie now. Okay. No. You're going to throw him underneath the bus no. because this is a first, the, the three Ford in a row. Is that what it is? Yep. Now, you're doing really good for business. First of all, we work on Ford F-250s and three. We stay in business on F-250s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, are you digging no. a hole? All right. I don't think that the wet bath ones are going to solve your problem, but let me tell you something. I can promise you that if you get a gray-haired guy to repack those wheel bearings and he washes them up good, he cleans out the hub good. Now, on the inside of the hub, between the two bearing races, there's a valley. There's an indention. We, us old guys, we fill that up with grease. We're going to use a synthetic grease. We're going to use a, a grease that handles water. Now, the one I like for this kind of a truck is the red grease which is a kind of a marine application, but your wheel bearings are fine. Properly cleaned and properly packed. Alan, what would be the life cycle of that? What, at what mileage would you do it again? Now, Charlie, you think about that, Alan. Charlie, what, how long have you been going between wheel packs? Oh, probably about 30,000. Okay. I have a number in my head. What have you got in your head? Well, hold on. What, what are your symptoms? That you're, are you just taking it in just for strictly a wheel pack? No, sir. I do my own, but I... I've had a bearing failure, oh, not well, maybe a couple of years ago, and I got to thinking, well, why not be late? Maybe there's an easier way to, why don't I have to take that thing apart and do all that? Okay. Gotcha. All right. I'm at the fifty, sixty thousand mile range with respect to wheel packs, but let me, let me, let me give you this: you aren't the first wheel bearing that's gone bad on all kinds of cars and trucks. So we do a lot of those. And here's what we what we get. The symptom is pretty simple. Let me ask you a question. Which wheel bearing went back on which wheel? Inner, outer, left, or right? Ooh, I think it was the outer on the left. Okay, now think left, about this, okay? Time. All right, think about this. On a right turn, the body's going to lean left. You with me? Yes, sir. It's going to load the outside bearing on the driver's side. Now, when you right. turn left... The body's going to roll to the right, and we're going to take load off that left side bearing. So if you just drive it, and you're doing a sweeping turn off the I-17 on the I-10 or whatever, as you make those sweeping highway turns left and right, this is what will happen. The left outer on a left turn, it'll go, yeah, 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 yeah. And as soon as you straighten up, it'll go away. On a right turn, it won't make any noise. But here's the deal. The the one outer 
is the same load as the other inner. <laughs> so you can actually <laughs> diagnose which bearing is going bad. But if you bought a good bearing that had a, like a BCA bearing, that's the name brand of the bearing. Um, if you bought a good bearing and you do it every 50,000, 60,000 miles and you don't park it in the lake for a night, then I think you'd just be fine. But if you wanted to use those wet bath ones, which are on motor homes, which are on some really expensive trailers and stuff like that, they have an 80, 90 grease. But I can tell you something about those. Number one, um, if they start shedding metal, you can't see the fluid level. And number two, they're not known for leaks, but it's not, it's very likely you'll have a leak. So there is some good and there's some bad. So I think you might be working on the, the wet bearing a kind of thought process you might be working on that more than you would every 50 or 60,000 miles on your FB50 if you just use a, a premium synthetic grease and, and do them every 50 or 60. That's what I would do. Can I have one more question? Quick? Yeah, quick. Sure, right ahead. Uh, wife's got an 07 Toyota Sienna and there's a there's a white plastic uh, tank of some sort right directly beneath the battery carrier. And I'm, it's not for, I don't think it's for coolant or uh, anything. I can't determine what that thing's for because the uh, the windshield washer tank is on the opposite side of the engine bay, and it's not brake fluid and, or uh, car steering fluid. Is it, you know what that, that that tank's for? Well, does it have a hose coming from it? I'm, well, I couldn't find one. Okay, okay. I, I have no idea. I, I have no idea. But you say it's white, Yes. Yes, it's, it's a white plastic. Okay, does it have a cap on it? Not that I could see. And I know, does it have well, liquid I, in it? I, pardon? Does it have liquid currently in it? I've got a real good flashlight. It's shined down in there, and, and I can't see any level of anything. It looks perfectly clean. Okay. Now, I know your CN is going to have an overflow jug. I can guarantee you that. And there's going to be a right. hose that goes from the neck where the radiator for the radiator cap is. That hose is going to go. Now, it could go to the bottom of that white container. And if that's the case, I'll tell you how to find out if it's the – do you know where the overflow tank is? Uh, it's in uh, It's in the uh, – as you're standing at the front of the uh, car, it's on the left uh, edge of the radiator and, and down okay. maybe 8 or 10 inches from the – on the top of the okay. ledge there. Now you can okay. see it's got the right. red coolant in it. You can put a flashlight on until the level. But it's no, not the same you're right. thing. Okay, you're, you're right. There's a low and a high mark on that tank. You're going to see right. red coolant because you have a Toyota. So you, you're right. right. The only thing I can think of is this is some kind of a vacuum pod or some kind of an accumulator, but I've never seen one of those on a Toyota Sienna. But okay. do, what part of town do you live in? Uh, East Mesa. Okay, well, why don't you just stop by Thompson's um, on Stapley in Maine, just east of Stapley on Main Street. Stop by Thompson's and try not to do it on Monday mornings for Friday afternoons, obviously because we're really busy on Monday mornings and Friday afternoons. But if you stop by, you say to Brian, Mark Salem said there's no way that you're going to know what this white uh, plastic thing is underneath the hood of my Sienna because you're too young. And that's kind of like waving the red flag in front of the bull, and he'll look at it for you for nothing. Oh, thank you. thank you so much. I appreciate All right. you. All right. Good luck, Charlie. Thank you very much. Nick, you're up next. How can I help you? This is going back to the uh, field additive. Yes, sir. Okay. Years ago, I worked at a Toyota dealership, 
We had three cars. This is back during the transition from uh, carburetor to fuel injection, okay? We had okay. three vehicles come in in about two months. The first one that shows up was a four-runner with the fuel injection. All the diagnostics check out. It runs rough. It's like a bad idle. I call up Toyota Tech in Denver, and they said they run two or three tankfuls of, of Chevron Supreme through it. And what was happening with all three of these cars, and the worst, was the carburetor uh, pickup truck had 12,000 miles on it. The only fuel it had ever seen was AMPM, and it had a heavy knock. And all three of them, what it turned out to be, was carbon buildup. And, we, you know, we, we hooked up the water to the carburetor vehicle and, and uh, you know, blew a bunch of junk out the exhaust. And I got an AMPM, you know, a stone's throw from my house, so I quit using it in the car because every time I put it in my truck, I'd have to get out and adjust the timing. But I was using it in my lawnmower equipment. So I'm, I'm mowing my lawn one day. I'm riding across with the mower, and all of a sudden the engine quits. I pull the spark plugs out. There's a chunk of carbon between the center electrode and the ground. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to take a break, and um, and then Alan and I will kind of discuss the, the issues that you brought up. You know, we'll, we're going to explain what the water's all about, and we're going to talk about the carbon. We're going to talk about different fuel systems, but thank you for, for uh, chiming in. And, um, and, and then we're going to talk about, you know, some of the experiences we've had with the kinds of issues that you have. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. If you want to talk cars, give us a call now. We'll be right back. The Seth and Chris Show, where it's principles and politics. You have to go a long way to find a more hard-left organization than the ACLU. This is an organization with which we have little to nothing in common. But Black Lives Matter has decided that liberalism is white supremacy. Says the Black Lives Matter group at the College of William & Mary derailed a campus event hosted by the ACLU. Weekdays, 3 to 6, right here on AM 960, The Patriot. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Earnings vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Phoenix? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Phoenix area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Phoenix is a perfect market for my system, and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. 
To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, text LEARN to 99000. Seating is extremely limited. Text in the next 10 minutes and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. Text LEARN to 99000. That's LEARN to 99000. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. (laughs) I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40. One more if you're not physically active. Another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes. Another if you've got high blood pressure. If you're overweight, raise another finger. Two if you're very overweight. And three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio prediabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Patriot app tip number four. Listening to the Seth and Chris show from 3 to 6 p.m. and want to chime in? Open your Patriot app, click the upper left-hand corner, and click on Call Studio. It's that easy. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Welcome back, everybody. Um, I want to tell you real quick that we've just recently updated our best car repair shop list. You can find that at MarkSalem.com. I'm I'm telling you that there's lots of good shops in this valley, and I've identified what I believe to be the top shops. And if you go there and look, you'll find one in a geographical area. You can pick transmission, paint and body, mechanical, tires. We have the categories, and then you can click uh, and find out if there's somebody close to you, and that's assuming you don't already have a relationship. But we've updated that, and so you should stop by and make sure that yours is still on there, and or if we have anything newer that might be closer to you. We'll talk real quick about one of those shops, and uh, that shop is called Kurtz Auto. We already talked about him earlier in the show, but he's at I-17 in Bell. There's Kurt that owns it. There's Eric that uh, runs the shop, and he's an ASE master. And then there's Jeff that runs um, the service side of it, and he's an ASE master. So when you have two of those guys together, then uh, you really have the best of the best. I-17 in Bell, northeast corner, Kurtz Automotive, and they do um, all kinds of domestics and imports, both gas and diesel. And he doesn't like it when I say this, but you can take your lawn blower or your motor, your lawn mower to him, and he'll fix that too. But you probably should call him first. That's Kurt's Automotive. Let's go. Let's talk about Nick real quick. Um, do you have? You want to take this first? Or you want me to take it? No, I have been. I've been driving a diesel for the last twenty years, so I, I don't. I don't have any experience in this. And the gasoline additive <laughs> stuff. No, right. I really don't. All right. Um, first of all, I, I want to tell you folks that. Um, I don't know, you all know and you all heard that certain people have, you know, uh, they like a particular kind of gas. There's people who only put Chevron in it because it's the very best in the whole wide world. Then there's people that do this and people that do that. Everybody uses a different shampoo. Everybody uses a different toothpaste. But but it's not a good idea to disparage the AMPM gasoline, and I'll tell you why that's not. In 1970s, we had a gasoline shortage, 
and we were bringing, I, I, and I ran a mobile station, and we were bringing gasoline from the, the California coast. And so Tankways was the company that was hired to bring 9,000 gallons of gas to the service stations that needed it. When I got my order, um, he dumped 9,000 gallons of unleaded gasoline into my underground tank that's 12,000 gallons big. And I said, is that mobile? And he goes, it will be. And he went to the seat of his truck on the passenger side, and he picked out a five-gallon bucket that was about two-thirds full of a white, milky liquid. He got a funnel, and he put it in the same tank he just dumped the gas, and he dumped this three-and-a-half, maybe, gallons of white liquid into the, uh, into the tank, and he goes, now you have mobile. Now, I've told that story many times, and I can't tell you how many times that people I respect and people who, who would know have called me and said, that is the truth. So there's very little difference between the gasolines you buy except for price. Everybody thinks Chevron's the best, but I don't use it. I don't demand my employees use it in my cars, our gasoline-powered cars. And, and now we move to the carbon issue. And I think that there was a, a relationship trying to be made between carbon and AMPM gasoline. Right. Um, that can't be the truth for a variety of reasons because carbon is a byproduct of incomplete combustion of the fuel. So you have, you have a gallon's worth of fuel in your engine and you only burned half of it. So the byproduct of that is going to be carbon. So that, that's a byproduct of something that's not running properly or it's running too rich. So if you're dumping too much fuel, then the explosion is not going to consume all the fuel you gave it like the lawnmower. So the lawnmower can have a plugged-up air filter, causing it to run rich. The, the lawnmower can have has, has contaminated engine oil because it hasn't had an oil change in 100 years. That'll cause it to run rich. So there's lots of those kinds of things. While I appreciate Nick's experience, um, I haven't seen any car get fixed by dumping something into the tank. We use it, and we said before, we use it for a diagnostic procedure. Did it make it better? Is it worse? Or is it the same? Now, one thing I will say, and I think you would agree with this, is that you do want to use heavily trafficked gas stations. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't, you want to try to steer clear of a gas station that is not, that doesn't have a lot of turnover. You want fresh fuel. You don't want fuel that's been sitting in there for months and months and months. Uh, and you're, yeah, you're going to go through a small town, and right. um, there's not going to be anybody at the pumps. You're going to stop and eat, and as you drive by again, there's still nobody at the pumps. You wouldn't want to take 40 gallons of his fuel on. Okay, you might take 10 and mix it with your half a tank. There's not going to be a problem, but you don't want to walk in there with an empty tank and take 20 gallons of his fuel on because the risk is there. It doesn't, that we're not guaranteeing that's going to happen, but the, now if he has, if he has, 12,000 gallon tanks, he might go two months with the, without having to add to those fuel. But the older, smaller stations in those smaller communities typically have much smaller tanks. So they might have four or 5,000 gallon tanks. That's going to, he'll run through that in a short period of time. He's not going to have the 12,000 that we had and some of the other guys that have even bigger than that. So the, it's still an issue that we still hear every day of our lives, or at least every week of our lives, we hear that Chevron gas is the best and Techron is the best and all that other kind of stuff. 
Um, I don't hunt down Chevron, but I tell you what, we have gone use Tecron to diagnose problems. Yes. We'll use a Tecron additive in the fuel, which will help us diagnose certain problems. So I am a fan of the Tecron, but for the diagnostic purposes, not to make your motor love you or last longer. That's kind of how it works. Chris, you're up next. Chris, how can I help you today? Well, you know, it, it occurred to me you guys are a real tag team. And um, some, sometimes you have to take what you say with a little bit of salt because if I did with my wife's coffee cup what you suggested, I would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't get diesel out of, out of anything, man. It's contaminated forever. No, that forever. is true. You know, well, this goes back I, feel, I feel my truck <laughs> up on the way up here. My hands still smell like diesel. Yeah, absolutely. Don't spill it on your clothes or your shoes. Throw the shoes away. I'm but uh, anyway, when my brother and my brother-in-law came back um, from Vietnam, uh, my brother-in-law did three tours. He was a helicopter pilot, 39 months. My brother came back as soon as he could. And um, they both went out and they bought new cars. As soon as they got here, they both bought Camaros, okay? And okay. I think it was 1971. Camaro. It wasn't the little baby one. It was the first model that was sort of like a stretched-out version. Okay. And uh, they both had 327s. And I was working part-time at a gas station. And you know, my brother-in-law, Tim, said, hey, I'm take my car in and change the oil for me. And I said, okay. He said, the engine's ticking. There's something wrong with it. Oh, okay. I took it in, changed the oil. Tick didn't go away. Tick got a little worse. So I asked the uh, the owner of the station, I said, why did this happen? He said, damn if I know. So I, I, I got really nervous because I think, oh, geez, I've wrecked this engine. And um, so what I did was I decided to flush his engine. Apparently one of the lifters or two had gotten some dirt in them, and they weren't, they were either draining out all the way or something. Because if it was run a little while, maybe three or four miles, that tick would go away. So, flushing it, I actually, we didn't have engine flush, so I just used uh, uh, diesel fuel and just let it idle. The tick went away, changed the oil, and it was as good as new. That was it, the simplest thing right. I ever did. You know? Okay, you, you, you're right. That is exactly what we did in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. But when we come back, because I'm up against a break here, when we come back, we're going to talk about the risk and reward associated with that. Um, today, lots of guys will use diesel fuel to flush out an engine that's got a tremendous amount of sludge. The, the reward is big. The risk is 10 times bigger than the reward. So that's what we'll talk about. But when we extrapolate this back to the early 70s, then we did that successfully, and the reward was big and the risk was small. So we'll just talk about the difference when we come back. And, Joe, you stay right there. I'm going to grab you just as soon as we talk about this. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's it's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. 
Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors just like you publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. To help you get started, we want to send you our free author submission kit. Christian Faith Publishing reviews every book submitted to us. And if your book is approved, we'll edit, design, copyright, protect, print, and distribute your book online and in bookstores everywhere. Imagine seeing your book in specialty Christian bookstores, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. It could happen, and it all starts with one call to Christian Faith Publishing at 800-566-1012 for your free author submission kit. If you have a novel, children's book, poetry, biography, or any inspirational work you've written, we can help you get it published today. Shouldn't you work with a publisher who shares your Christian values of integrity and honesty? You can get your book published. So call for your free author submission kit right now. Call 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. 800-566-1012. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flat. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot, uh, hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I, I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I don't want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Welcome back, everybody. It's 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. We've got some open lines available if you're interested at 602-508-0960. If you have a comment, question, or if you want to discuss something, then we're more than happy to do that. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been in the Phoenix area since 1968. As a matter of fact, he's been at 40th Street in Washington on the north side of the street since 1968. Phil and his staff are really good with transmissions. They're going to treat you fairly. And what they do that a lot of the other transmission shops on my list do is is they'll drive your car and listen to the noise you have. You have to be able to make it happen because you can't just put a technician in somebody's car and take him for two hours while this intermittent problem applies because that's just not feasible. However, if you've got a problem that you can make it happen and you think it's transmission related, then take it by automatic transmission exchange if you're in the Phoenix area. 
Here's why. Because they can tell you it is transmission related, but they're also good enough to say, no, this is an engine related problem. This is an axle related problem. This is a broken flywheel um, related problem. So they're really good at noises, as all transmission guys should be. Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. Let's talk about Chris here for just a second. Chris was talking about in the 70s that he did a diesel fuel flush. Yes, we used to do that in the 70s. Between 70 and about 1985 to 1996, we were running our cooling systems real cold. So every time you turn your car on and run it and you shut it off, it creates about a tablespoon of water. Well, with a 180-degree thermostat, we never, ever really boiled the oil and got it up over 212. So therefore, oil and water equals sludge. So we had a tremendous sludge problem from the 50s until we started going into some semblance of computer cars, which is 85, 86. We had an electronically operated carburetors. And then in 1996, we went into full OBD, onboard diagnostics, and we went to fuel injections uh, pretty much 100%. And that's when the sludge stopped. It stopped almost overnight. It stopped. The diesel fuel flush, if you've got an old car, this is a messy proposition. You need to know that. You drain the oil out of it, and if you hold five quarts, you put 15 quarts of diesel fuel in it because we want to raise the, the level in the oil pan up to where the crankshaft is going to agitate that. So you're going to start the motor, and you're going to run it for maybe three or four minutes, shut it off, start it back up, run it at a little higher RPM. Then you're going to pull the drain plug, and you're going to see some nasty stuff come out, but you're going to have to do it until it stops coming out. Now, you're going to have to change your oil filter, and you always run, run a risk of getting some big, huge piece of jello in there plugged up your oil filter screen, which is the suction part of your oil pump. And, of course, at that point, you have to pull the oil pan off anyway. So there's a risk and reward associated with that. The risk is huge. The reward is kind of small. But that was in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. This diesel fuel f engine flush is not applicable from 85 and north of that. So it's not something that you should do. It's something we did back then. We were successful 50% of the time, but it, the, the customer was told this. Your engine's full of sludge. We're going to try this diesel fuel flush first. It may not work. And if it doesn't work, then we still have to pull your oil pan off and your valve covers off and clean everything up. So we still have to do that. So that's kind of the comment about that. Yes, that's what we do, but I don't want to give the idea that you guys need to do that because that's going to be a bad idea, especially if you have a car that's kind of north of 85, and for sure if you have a car that's north of 96, you don't want to be doing that. Joe, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. I bought a um, Volkswagen Beetle 2004 with 104,000 miles on it, and it idles. It, I can see them steering wheel uh, vibrating an idle, and so uh, I uh, eventually the check engine light came on, and uh, the code was a, a lean on uh, idle, and uh, so I took it in, and they uh, smoked the uh, vacuum lines, and they okay. uh, repaired that, and uh, reset the light. We got the vehicle back, but it, it still, it seems like it idles a little rougher than it should. Okay. All right. Let me tell you what I want you to do, and you can go do it now and call me back. I want you to sit inside the car, and I want you to close your eyes, and I want the car idling. And then I want you to go to reverse, and then neutral, and then drive. 
Keep your eyes closed and pay attention to the vibration on the car. From there, I want you to go back up. You're in drive. Now I want you to go to neutral. Now I want you to go to reverse. And now I want you to go to park. And I want to know something very simple from you. As you do all these gyrations, as you go in and out of all these gears, I want to know if the vibration at the steering wheel or the vibration on the bottom of your feet on the floorboard, if it changes. That's what I want to know. It's all right. If you if you want to do that, call me back. Let's do it. Okay? He just gave me that entire explanation with his eyes closed too. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have you here to make fun of me. Listen, okay. Listen. Right? You were telling him to close his eyes. You didn't need to close your eyes the whole time while you did that. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, let me ask you something, Mister Smarty Pants. Why did I tell him to do that? Because uh, you, you're looking at injured mouse. <laughs> I spotted you that answer. That's there you why. Go. So anyway, what we're looking at, and, the, and and he's right, we're looking at engine mounts here, and if the if this vibration changes as he goes through those gyrations I ask him to, then then we got a motor mount problem. Um, the reason I close my eyes is is because I I, I forget that this isn't TV, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, I did have because the reason I want him to do is I want him to concentrate, okay? He might be in his VW bug, okay? his VW and he might be sitting there and the lady next door is 22 years old and she's mowing the grass okay so I want him to close his eyes and concentrate on what I'm telling him to do I understand I don't want him to watch I it. understand you just didn't need to close your eyes and shift through the gears as you're sitting here <laughs> all right oh you're gonna pay big time for that all righty when we come back we're gonna take your call 602-508-0960 and I may be flying this plane by myself we'll be back in a minute the media landscape has changed Let's be clear. Donald Trump will lose the election. Wrong. I personally think this race is over. To me, this race is over. Politico's latest survey of agrees, quote, Clinton will crush Trump. Wrong. From major network television down to local radio, fake news is being exposed. You are fake news. But there's one station that doesn't talk at you, but with you. One station that doesn't talk about important people, but to them. There's one station that doesn't pretend to be what it isn't. That station is the number one conservative station in the Valley. 960 The Patriot. Don't stand for entertainment in place of information. Stand with The Patriot. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot isn't just a trend, it's a statement. Your voice, your station. 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot. Together, we will make America great again. Earnings vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Phoenix? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Phoenix area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Phoenix is a perfect market for my system, and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, text LEARN to 99000. Seating is extremely limited. Text in the next 10 minutes and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. Text LEARN to 99000. That's LEARN to 99000. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. 
Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, mentor a kid who needs someone on their side, volunteer to read to children, make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor. Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. The media landscape has changed. Let's be clear. Donald Trump will lose the election. Wrong. I personally think this race is over. To me, this race is over. Politico's latest survey of degrees, quote, Clinton will crush Trump. Wrong. From major network television down to local radio, fake news is being exposed. You are fake news. But there's one station that doesn't talk at you, but with you. One station that doesn't talk about important people, but to them. There's one station that doesn't pretend to be what it isn't. That station is the number one conservative station in the Valley. 960 The Patriot. Don't stand for entertainment in place of information. Stand with The Patriot. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot isn't just a trend, it's a statement. Your voice, your station. 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot. Together, we will make America Great again. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is uh, is a man by the name of Alan Salem. <laughs> it's 44 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. SNS Tire Service serves the West Valley. Um, I think SNS is probably one of the best tire shops, and I'll tell you why. They First of all, they service Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. That's the West Side. But they have a comprehensive line of tires, so you can take your car in there, and they will say to you, what is it you're interested in? And you say, well, I'm interested in this. And they say, fine. And they're capable of giving you three different out-the-door tire prices. So here's the good, here's the better, and here's the best. And here's the warranty, and here's all the stuff you need to know. And here's what they look like. So they have the uncanny ability with their huge warehouses to be able to show you three different brands of tires at three different pricing levels. And I think that's pretty a pretty nice idea. You're not likely to get that at other stores because they have a sign outside that says the tire that they sell. So they're not likely to sell lots of other tires. So if you need tires on the west side, you have nothing to lose but maybe 20 minutes worth of time to stop by SNS Tire and Auto Service. Now, not only do they mount and balance tires, but they do all the related stuff, so they do alignments and suspension work as well. So if you have an abnormal wear pattern, they can identify it and offer you an estimate to repair it as well. All righty. Um, do we have Joe still on the Beetle? Uh, Joe, back, he Joe? Uh, had to go. His um Daughter took his car, so he couldn't uh, do the transmission uh, thing that you want him to do. <laughs> <laughs> he did promise to call All next right. week to to um, find out what to happen. All righty. All right. What are you laughing at? I'm just laughing at that visual that I keep getting. You leaning back in your chair, eyes closed, lean back, head on the on the chair, shifting through the gears with your right hand, <laughs> <laughs> like you're sitting there doing it. Yeah, and it, it just it 
cracks me up. Okay. All right. Well, you know that radio, they can't see us, right? So yeah. it doesn't make any difference. But let me just draw the distinction. I'm glad they can't see us. Yeah, yeah. Because gonna... you're in your underwear. <laughs> you know, there's, there's 22 years difference between the two of us. And let me just describe something that just jumps out at me while you're sitting here busting my, my uh, but, butt. Yeah. Okay? I have a, a 200-year-old Seiko watch that I just bought a brand-new gold band at Walmart. Okay. Okay. You got a watch on your arm that looks like it's 19 inch color TV screen. No. Oh, just a minute. I get to talk now. And, and it, it does everything in the world but wake you up in the morning. And it probably does that. It's got a camouflage band on it. And you don't even hunt. You've never been on a hunt in your whole life. And this watch is bigger than anything I've ever seen. That's not true. Everything I just said was true. No. Does it have a camel band? Yeah. yeah does it have a television all... screen on it? No. No, it doesn't. What does it do? Nothing. It's just it's temperature and altitude and time. <laughs> yeah, but we're I'm up saying. in the forest, so I put a, a camel thing on just just in case. In case what? You're attacked by elk? <laughs> in case I have to run out and hide. <laughs> so you think the camouflage watch band is beneficial when you come up to the mountains? No, it's okay. not beneficial. It's just an emergency. If, yeah, that's if, right. If a cow elk, I'm wearing I'm wearing blue shorts <laughs> and a camel watch band. So, <laughs> I want to tell you something. There's lots of cows out there in the meadow. Okay, but there's a big seven point bull out there. So when he's out there, you stay away from the cows. But if you go out there and the cows start chasing you, I'm quite sure they're not going to care that you have a camel band <laughs> on your watch. They're not going to see me. <laughs> <laughs> and you won't be able to outrun them with those funky thongs that you wear either. Right. I can tell you that much. That's right. All right. So now that we got the generation gap, and you can stop busting my butt, uh, let's go to Bob. Bob, good morning to you. How can we help you? I've got a 2002 uh, F-150 with the Triton V8 with like 85,000 okay. miles on it. And I was okay. thinking about having spark plug change before 100,000. And I was wanting, I know that there's trouble with the aluminum head with the spark plugs, and so I'm not going to do it. So I need to take it okay. to someone, and I was curious what that would cost roughly to have the spark plugs change, and is it really worth doing it prior to 100,000 miles because the vehicles are Oh, we're, we're both shaking our heads, yes. We wish I, – I can tell you what. I know hundreds of Triton Motor people that um, paid big bucks to have their spark plug holes rethreaded because they waited to 125,000 miles. So let me explain what's going on here, okay? I want you to picture that the spark plug goes into the hole, but it goes a tad too far. And the last circle of thread is actually inside the combustion chamber, okay? Yep. As we develop a small amount of carbon, there's a ring of black carbon that embeds itself in the very end of the spark plug. So when you start bringing it out, you're trying to bring that ring of carbon that's rock hard, and you're trying to have the threads become a die, and they're going to try to cut threads in that, and it ain't going to work. Right. So whoever does them, at 75,000 miles, I doubt if you're going to have that problem. Well, it's 85,000. 85,000. But what bothers me is it's an O2, so that's 15 years old. So... I don't know if you, and, and 85,000 over 15 miles doesn't mean that, it's not like you're driving this to Denver once a month. Oh, yeah. It's so I'm, I'm, a li I'm a little concerned about the small amount of mileage based on the monthly of 85,000 versus 15 years. No, so okay. um, I, I, think, I think it's a great idea to do it early, 
um, as far as cost is concerned. I'm thinking 200, give or take. No, it's going to be more than that. Okay. Um, I want to say it's it's, and I know you always talk dollars, but I know it's about three hours, and it's probably ten bucks a plug. Okay. Or more. Or, or, or more. Or yeah, more. ten to fifteen bucks okay. a plug. So if you're talking, uh, you're talking two or three hundred dollars worth of labor. Now, here's where it gets ugly. If we find out that this spark plug's not going to come out easy, then your car's going to spend a couple of days with us. And here's what we do. Here's what our industry does. We're going to back out the spark plug as much as we can, and we're going to feed that cavity with some transmission fluid, and we're going to let it soak. Now, the transmission fluid is going to run down the threads that we've loosened up, and it's going to go and soak that band of carbon around the end of the spark plug. And then we're going to work it in, work it out, work it in, work it out. And it's manual. We don't use any air tools on this kind of thing. And ultimately, we're going to be able to soften that up enough to where we can bring your spark plugs out. That's why I'm under the best. Well, and and, and that's I'm glad you said that because this isn't for the faint of heart. And if you put an air gun on those and you start bringing those spark plugs out, we can rethread those spark plugs. But you're going to spend eight hundred to a thousand dollars while we have to vacuum out the cylinders, and we—it's just a long process to rethread those spark plug holes, and it's not easy. Is there and anything you, that you can run through the fuel to decarbon those? No. What okay. you what you need to do is, do you have a grandson? Yeah. You have a 16-year-old grandson. I'd let him take this on a couple of dates because he's going to run the hell out of it, and he's going to bring up the RPMs. And of course, you have a computer that won't let him over rev the motor. But it, the car needs to be, the truck needs to be worked hard every once in a while. And if you, if if it's a Sunday morning and and you're on your way to to Walmart or Price Club with your buddies to drink coffee, here's the deal: you look around, there's nobody there. You're on the on-ramp. You stuff that throttle to the floor, and you just kick it as hard as you can until you hit a lot of RPMs and a lot of miles per hour at the end of the ramp. Now, you look in the rearview mirror. If you just lay down a cloud that James Bond would be proud of, then you need to do that on a more regular basis. Yeah. And that's what yeah, – got to tell you, Bob, there are times um, single widow ladies will bring their car in and we will go decarbonize the car. Now, there's a small amount of risk in there that you're going to hurt something. But, in fact, I have driven those kinds of cars, and really it's embarrassing when you're on the on-ramp of a freeway and you throttle it down to the floor and everybody behind you starts turning on their headlights because they can't see for the cloud you just laid down. So, you know, I, I'd, I'd, I'd probably run a little harder. Don't be afraid. Like I said, on, you're on the on-ramp, nobody's behind you, nobody's in front of you. Just nail it, and then by the time you get to the on-ramp and you start merging, you ought to be 65, 70 miles an hour. So, how often I don't should I, that, I mean, how many times do you think I need to do that? Well, I, I think you do it to just look behind you and see what kind of a cloud, James Bond okay. cloud you laid down. And, and then, and then you, you know, I would think that you do that probably every three, four, five, six thousand miles. Yeah. Just throttle it up hard. Yeah. And and don't be afraid. It's kind of like a horse behind a wagon. You know, you don't want him to walk along and spend his whole life walking. Every once in a while, you want to get him into a trot, and every once in a while, you want to get him into a dead run and, and get that blood circulating. So I need to rattle that motor. When you throttle it all the way to the floor and the RPMs pop up, that motor's vibrating, and a lot of good stuff is happening. So that's what I would do. Okay? Thank you so much, right. sir. What part, you bet. what part of town do you live in? MP. Well, you just bring it by our shop, and Alan will drive it for you for free. What, what about dropping it off? <laughs> yeah. 
you know, um, no, you, you, we can do what you're talking about. Uh, what I was just talking about. We, 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 we work really hard in making sure that we're not going to bring the threads out with the spark plugs. Now, every once in a while, you'll get seven out, and the eighth one will be bad, or you'll get six out, yeah. and two of them are going to be bad. Right. But at seventy-five thousand miles, I'm pretty comfortable. I'm eighty percent sure all you're going to pay for is the labor to get them out and the new spark plugs put in, and we're typically going to follow the path of the old ones we took out. We may not follow the brand, but we're going to follow the path. So if it's a double platinum, I'm putting a double platinum back in. Yeah. All righty? Okay. Thank you, Mark. Okay. Have a good Thank you, Bob. Same hey, when was the last time the Price Club was in business? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I didn't even hear anything after the word Price Club. I'm thinking to myself, this we got a bit 25 years. You know, your mom says that to me all the time, too. <laughs> you know, it's just ingrained in my head. I know, I know. It's I know. just ingrained. It's I remember Costco. When, yeah, it's Costco now. Yeah. I remember when it used to be Price Club. Yeah, how old were you? Oh, I was oh, I, I, probably under five. Yeah. I would say we're under ten. Yeah, somebody's going to look it up on their smartphone and call me and let me know that it, it isn't as long as you. I don't know how long it went from Price, or Costco, or Price Club to Costco, but it hasn't been 20 years. Oh, I bet it has. Okay, well, you just grab your. Why don't you use that wristwatch that has no. forty-seven channels to it? And and does that wristwatch tell you when you have to go to the bathroom? No. Buy that at it. Price Club. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Anyway, Gil, we got anybody on the line? No problem. No problem. Well, while the lines are open, let me tell you about Action Auto Repair. Earlier in the show. Um, there was somebody who was in the I-17 corridor, and I talked about two repair shops. Let me talk specifically about Action Auto, which is up at Deer Valley and I-17 on the northwest corner. Tom's a good guy, and I've known Tom since the mid-'70s. Tom and I met when he was selling what we called a scope back then. But what was really important is he could make the scope dance. He had enough technical ability to, to demonstrate the skill level um, to demonstrate this scope's ability using his skill level. And so now he owns his own shop, and he's been around for a very long time. I think he started in 1983. So he's a good guy. He knows his stuff. And we don't use big box scopes anymore. You remember when you used to take it in and say, I want you to scope my car? Well, that's been. Today we don't have that. We have scanners. So, But Tom's a good guy. He's honest and he's dependable, and especially if you're a fisherman because Tom is a world-class fisherman. I think once a month, he goes to Wisconsin to go fishing. And the fish he catches, he says, belong on a 40-foot trailer behind a semi-truck when he brings them home, and he can feed his whole neighborhood. And that's the story that fishermen always tell. 1997 was the last time Price Club was in business. <laughs> Mom is cracking up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's, a, that's okay. Let me explain something to you here, okay? I just do this, and you're gone. Okay, so you guys can laugh all you want and tease me about Costco and Price Club, but no one can hear you because I've turned your mics off. So I just want to let you know, my family has been in a lot of car wrecks, and so there's lots of head damage associated with my family, and especially my oldest son who's sitting here next to me. So you have to be cognizant of that stuff, your only son and my oldest son. Nevertheless, uh, mark at marksalem.com. If you have a car question, I'll see you next week. Thank you for spending your time with us. 
Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save 